got a feeling in my soul. Love burns brighter than sunshine. It's brighter than sunshine. Let the rain fall. I don't care. Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host. I'm your guest, Corey Easley. Uh, I'm back. It is... It's that time of season where, okay, so this is what happened. You, if you do hear some background noise, sorry. If you don't, good for you. Um, I got the AC going because there is an air conditioner on in here. And I tell you what, the shit has changed my motherfucking life. And I got uh, a little bit of a stuffy nose. I'm not going to blame the air conditioner for it, although it's probably the air conditioner's fault. But, you know, the air conditioner has been nothing but nice to me. Like, I come home. It doesn't say any dumb shit to me. It doesn't bust my balls. It doesn't ask me where I was at. You know, it's just fucking, it's just cool, man. It's just really fucking cool. Um... Yeah, so now what I'm trying to figure out is how to sleep properly. I don't, um, I've realized that I don't know how to sleep because I've recently become one of these people who wears a watch <laughs> that tells you um, that you slept like shit every time you wake up. So, um, you know, maybe the watch doesn't really know, right? Like, how can a watch tell you? But then again, how can a person in a white jacket tell you? how you slept if they're not fucking watching you sleep every single day they're not laying down in bed with you and they're not standing there behind a glass wall you mean a window Corey? a window is just a glass wall isn't it behind a, a glass wall a mirror is actually a glass wall if it's on a wall right i don't know we'll revisit that one um and they're not watching you sleep so basically all the research is all the research is in you know there's this thing called REM sleep REM sleep which truth be told I think we're just making shit up at this point right um I'm not stressed out I just have a very active imagination and I think it's just constantly going on but they say if you don't get enough REM sleep then you might you might become a psycho so I mean, I don't if if I'm not getting REM sleep now, chances are I probably never was. Um, and I know I never was because I used to fucking go out and stay out so late every night that there's no po- there's no way that I possibly could have been getting better sleep back in the day than I am now. So you know, it's just something to practice. I think you got to train yourself to sleep the way you train yourself at the gym. I got a friend of mine who. Um, just like throughout the years of me knowing him and I've known this guy since we were kids like we were like 14 and uh he would be like on a regimen of taking care of himself and not doing it and getting physical and being in the gym and working out and you know moving his body because people get it twisted like oh you're gonna go to the gym and lift weights or go for a run here and there it's like just just being active like you know keeping yourself keeping yourself mobile like, you look at the body, like, it's designed to move, right? Your body is happy when you move. Your mood is better. Um, you feel good about yourself. Fuck, you know. You know, we're just not meant to fucking be sedentary and sit around weighing 400 pounds. So, 
my dude is like moving around. He's getting up and he went from being active to not being active and he's happier. He's just happier. Now he's getting up and he's running every fucking every day and he's doing some training with some kettlebells and he's swinging them around and you can find fun things to do to get yourself moving. You can fucking go down to the, you know, down to the fucking playground and play handball with strangers Yo, I remember back in the day, like, I would just go outside, right? Like, I, I remember being a teenager and having a fucking skateboard and going down to the skate park or going outside and skateboard. And then you see another kid with a skateboard and you're just like, oh, what are you working on? You know what I mean? It's kind of the same. You, you get socialized in the same way, just like if you walk onto the basketball court by yourself with a basketball. I remember I used to be so fucking shy and I was I was hanging out and my dad my dad's uh lady at the time she had two sons and me and me and the oldest son were the same age and the younger son was like a year or two younger than us so we were just a couple of bros around like that perfect age like where wrestling was the shit you know back when like fucking stone cold was still fucking wrestling and like DX was there and the rock and you know, all these fucking, like, it was just all these characters, it was really cool, so we were really into that, and, um, you know, they played baseball and shit, and, you know, sometimes we would, they were, like, really involved in sports, I think, and I think it's because their mom, and my dad is, like, really into that shit, too, but, like, their mom really, like, wanted them to be involved in activities, because you get your kid involved in activities when you live in a neighborhood where it's either activities, or you're just gonna be hanging out with these fucking thugs that, don't want to do legal activities, right? So, um, and they would just have the, they would have the balls to just take their basketball to the court where other motherfuckers were already there playing and just start shooting around or jumping in on games with kids. And like, that really helped me a lot to kind of like get over some social anxiety because the best way to <laughs> get over social anxiety is to just get pushed into situations that make you uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, if you had to walk the fucking plank um, to get off of a fucking diving, or to get off of a boat and swim, and motherfuckers were standing behind you, like, yo, you can't turn around, you just gotta go forward, like, you gotta go. So, I'm, I'm actually, looking back, as uncomfortable as I was as a kid, and shy, and, and timid, and awkward, and just afraid, and I, and I realized this, because someone yesterday asked me... Someone said to me, Corey, you're a good public speaker. And, I, and and it made me think, like, what the fuck gave you that idea? But um, this girl said to me, she's like, you're, you're, I think you're a good public speaker. And I have to do a thing where I have to speak publicly. Do you have any tips? And, you know, public speaking is something that people are really afraid to do, right? Public speaking. And I think there's got to be... I don't know this for a fact. Hold on. Let me look up if there's any studies about public speaking. There's classes on this shit. There's, like, classes on public speaking because so many people have to do it and so many people are afraid don't want to do it, right? Meanwhile, there's people that get on stage and host the Oscars. There's people that... Get on uh, TV and talk about sports and talk about... But I think being in front of a camera 
and being in front of a live audience is totally different, right? Like, because I told this girl, I said, listen, I follow you on, on Instagram. Um, I see you do videos of you talking all the time. It's like, yeah, but it's different. It's front of people. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I, yeah, uh, I can imagine that. Um, yo, when you talk in front of motherfuckers, right before you do it, it's terrifying. The thing is, you just got to just <laughs> do it. You have to just do it as if you do it all the time. You know, there's a certain... Uh, as I still consider myself to be fucking shy. I still consider myself to like, I don't want to sound stupid. If I, it's weird because like, I walk around like I don't give a fuck so much, but I really fucking, when I really, if I'm being honest, like I, I, I don't want to look like an idiot in front of a bunch of fucking people. I don't like feeling uncomfortable. I don't like you know, getting my words all jumbled up in my fucking mouth, like, they're just what I want to say, but what actually, what I actually say are two different things, and it's hard, you can get anxiety with that, so, what you gotta do is take a deep fucking breath, and you just gotta eliminate your shame, that's what I do, right, I could look up all these public speaking classes, and I don't know what the fuck these guys are talking about, I'm not a professional, (laughs) all I know is for me, someone who is just like does not like to be the center of attention. Um, at a point in my life, I probably did enjoy being the center of attention. After I realized that I could become the center of attention, and then now I'm kind of I've kind of regressed back to that little boy version of me that just would rather be <laughs> seen and not heard. You know, sometimes. Which, uh, but I'm not afraid anymore. And it's just because I, I've become so comfortable in my own skin that I, um, am not necessarily afraid to talk in front of a bunch of people. It's like you either, you were either going to give a shit about what I have to say or you're not. Most people aren't really paying attention to you anyway, because everybody's looking at their fucking phones all the time. So, you know, or, you know, you can't, the thing is, if you go in public speaking, trying to please everyone, that's a mistake, right? If you're trying to take everybody's feelings into account, that's probably a mistake too, right? If you have no ill intentions, don't want to hurt anybody, and you're just speaking freely, and you're being authentic, and you're being yourself, if someone asked you to speak at an event, they asked you, they asked you for a reason, so um, this goes for anybody. Somebody asked you to be the best fucking man at their wedding or the the lady of honor, um, maid of honor, um, or any of that shit, you know, they asked you because they like you as a person, so whatever it is that you have, just, just do that, the hardest thing to ever do when somebody says this, be yourself, you start going, what the fuck, be myself, how the fuck do I do that, right, it's like when somebody goes, when you get in the shower and you start washing your body, uh, what do you start with? Then you have to kind of like pretend, you have to like pantomime getting in the shower and starting to wash because you don't even really remember because you don't think about it, right? When you brush your teeth, do you start with the front teeth or the back teeth? You know, you don't, uh, or do you brush your teeth at all? You don't, um, you don't think about it so much, right? Because it's just second nature. You should just start talking like you walked into your fucking family's house. Which could be a problem for some people. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
couple of episodes back, I was talking about dream jobs and uh, what people wanted to do as a kid versus like what they started to do when they grew up. And it was kind of just to me a bullshit episode about I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had to get one out because I'm a firm believer in I said I do a podcast every week and I'm not going to let a week go by even if I just talk about bullshit. It's like I go to the gym and sometimes my workouts are trash in my opinion, right? It doesn't matter what you think when in regards to like, you know, my commitment I've made to myself. So, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about this shit still. I'm still I still have been thinking about it, even though it was a bullshit one off. It was like and I decided to call it part one because I wanted to leave it open ended. In case I decided to do a follow-up episode. Um, and I, I decided this. Another job that I would love to have is to be a fucking social media troll. But I can only do it <laughs> part-time. Because I think uh, I'm not always in the mood to, to mess with people. But like I would do it in such a fun way. You know what I mean? Like, I would have fun with it. Like, I would go on and... You know when people say, like, yo, imagine if I did this? I would just do that. Like, yo, wouldn't it be crazy if I did this? I would just do those things and say those things. Um, as myself. And then, like, everybody would hate me. But also people would go, but that's what he does. You know who's the best social media troll? I think 50 Cent. Yo, this motherfucker will be in his comments arguing with regular people and it's just funny he does not have to obviously he's 50 cent but like i think that shit is so fucking funny i think it's so funny um so yeah being a troll being a professional troll is funny like we used to have that it used to be a career motherfuckers would be on the red carpet like like i remember uh, the show punked with Ashton Kutcher when he first came out with that show. Um, and he had this kid. You And it's like, it's so hard to get mad at a kid, right? Like, he had this kid. This kid had to be like 12. And he was, he was at an event. And you see like washed up celebrities showing up to the event. And he would be like breaking their balls on the carpet. Like, Pauly Shore was walking into this place. And he was like, hey, everybody, look. It's Pauly Shore, everybody. Pauly Shore, and at the time, like, Pauly Shore was, like, becoming less and less relevant. I know who Pauly Shore is. I mean, I'm a fan of the guy, but it was just funny because Pauly Shore got really fucking mad. And I just remember, like, seeing that, and I was and I was probably that same, I was that kid's age at the time I saw that. And I thought, man, it, look how mad he is, and he can't even do shit about it because it's a little kid. You know, like, that is funny. Um, and I, you know, at the end of the day, it's all in good fun, right? It kind of stuff like that kind of humbles people. You get knocked down a peg or two and you're like, yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm just a fucking person, right? Like I, this is my career and blah, blah, blah. But I like that. I like that when, um, some people can't handle that shit. Some people take it really personally, but I, you know, I think, be, you know, we need trolls in the world. I think we need them. I don't like being trolled when I'm being trolled. If I'm being honest, people always say, oh, you could dish it out, but you can't take it. You know why? Because taking it is whack. Dishing it out is actually kind of cool. But the thing is, it's not about you could dish it out, but you can't take it. You dish it out. You got to be prepared to take it and know it's going to suck. 
You know what I mean? Dish it out all you want. But yo, when it's time to take it, don't be ready to actually fight somebody. Just let them bust your fucking balls. That's just the way it goes. Hey, we're just breaking balls here. Um, I don't know. That's my two cents on it. Being a troll will probably be the best job ever. You get paid to do that. That could be awesome. I just, um, I was thinking about that. And then I was also thinking about the, the days of MySpace and how, how you have a top friends list. Uh, you know, that came back to my mind. And I was just like, yo, motherfuckers would really, like, people act like all the social media shit. And all, like, the pettiness of social media is new sometimes. Like, they talk about it in a way where it's like, this has been happening for a really long time. Like, I actually do remember a world before any of this shit existed where I just lived my life and nobody, you know, we just interacted with each other in real life and we talked to each other on the phone. You know? Like, the screenshot was, there was no such thing as screenshot. There was a, you call somebody on three-way... You, you hold down the mouth part and you stay or you mute your fucking phone and then you listen to the person say a bunch of shit that you're not supposed to know. You know, you're, it's have, they start just like divulging information that you shouldn't be privy to and you would be just right there on the phone and they wouldn't know. But then that shit fucked you up too, right? I think I'm, I'm paranoid still as an adult. You don't know what the fuck's going on, right? You paranoid, you know, I don't say shit, I don't put shit in writing, and I don't say shit to anybody unless I'm face-to-face and I have a fucking lawyer present, because you can't trust people these fucking days, and that's what I learned when I was like 14 years old, maybe even younger than that, probably 10, to be honest, we had a house phone, right, you had the phone where you pick up the phone and you're on the phone for too long, your mom could pick up the phone from the other room and go, get off the fucking phone, I gotta call your grandmother. You know, shit like that. So, and that's a real, that's a true experience that has happened to me before. But yeah, top friends. Yo, I was a, I was a savage with my top friends. Then they started being like soft about it, right? You have like a top eight. Top eight was where it's at. <clears throat> then they started being like, oh, top twenty, and then you could like add as many as you want. Yeah, yo, be honest. You don't have that many top friends. You got these obligatory motherfuckers that you feel like you need to put up there so so they don't call. Hey, how come I'm not? In your top friends, it's like, yo, you know where you stand. <laughs> you know where you fucking stand. I remember I had my boy Noel, who, you ever have one of those friends who you don't see that often, and you love this person so fucking much, and every time you see him, it's all love, no matter what, no matter what. He was my top friend for as long as I had my but He was my top friend, and I was his top friend. And it didn't fucking matter if we had a girlfriend. It didn't matter about anybody else that we hung out with on a regular basis. That motherfucker was my top friend. And I even had girls be like, how come I'm not your top friend? At the time, that like they were like my little girlfriend or whatever. Because that's what it was if it was my specific. She was my little girlfriend. You know what I mean? It wasn't no grown-up shit. And I'm like, because you're not my top fucking friend. That's why. Right? The truth of the matter is, if I could go back in time, it's like, yo, are we really even fucking friends? You know, I don't know who the fuck I was dating back in the time of MySpace. So, no, you're not my top friend. And I wish you well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I was I was pretty ruthless about it because I, at the time I thought it was stupid. But at the end of the day, it just makes me think, oh, I just I have always been the same way. 
I didn't feel like I had to be like diplomatic about who the fuck my top friends were. My top friends were all my boys, you know, so nobody got it twisted. And that's how I kept it. Motherfuckers, I don't like motherfuckers in my business. You know what it is, though, too? Because I'm also from the hood, so it's like, yo, if somebody knows all your moves, then they're clocking you. And I don't like motherfuckers clocking me. Somebody asked me a question the other day, actually. A guy I know, and a guy I like and respect. He said, yo, so you just work out and shit? You know, he was trying to get, he was trying to ask me, you know, a little bit. And I said, listen... Yeah, it was a little bit more than that, but you know, I'm not gonna get into it. But I, uh, I was like, Nah, man, my personal life is personal. And then he just fucking like shook my hand or like dapped me up or some shit, like gave me a little fist bump. And I was like, You can't, you gotta respect that. You know, like Hope said, if you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Um, yeah. There's a there's a fine line of how to how to use all these things without making yourself go crazy or I think I I think I'm figuring that out now. I haven't figured it out. I think anytime I've ever said I figured it out now, I'm I've been lying to myself. I think we lie to ourselves and we think we figured stuff out. Things are always nothing is static. Things are all always evolving. So you've gotten some kind of grasp on something. And when it changes, it will. You just gotta be malleable. You got to be water, like Bruce Lee said, baby. You put water in any fucking, any container, and it takes that shape. That's how you got to be. I'm not a rapper. I'm an adapter. I can adjust. That's how you got to do it. Like Eminem, a.k.a. Mr. Rappity Rap Rap. That's how I feel about it. But back to the public speaking thing. I, by no means, am an expert at public speaking. But what I am an expert at, or what I am figuring out is that I'm a lot more comfortable when I'm being true to myself. The social anxiety of being a kid, being shy, being a young boy named Corey Easley, and being around kids that were outgoing and charismatic, and me not necessarily being one of those kids all the time. Not never, but you know, if I was in an uncomfortable place, it was hard for me to be that way. But I see kids that were. And as a young man, I used to see that and be a little intimidated by it. Like, and, and, and also, I, I admired it, but I was, it was intimidating to me. Um, the thing that I found that works the best for me is telling myself, that's them. That's not, you don't need to be like that. Just be yourself. Right? Just be yourself. Like, legit. Like, remember in Aladdin, he was like, when the genie was trying to tell him to be himself, and then he fucking wanted to become Prince Ali. And look what happened, right? They fucking, they, uh, the bad guy turned into a snake and tried to tried to fuck his girlfriend or something like that. Listen, guys, <laughs> have a nice day. It is the summer. It's July. Fourth of July already passed. There's been a lot of tragedy going on in, in, in the country and in the world, truthfully. Um, I'm well aware of it, just so you know. I have the news, okay? Um, it's horrible. Uh, just be happy for what you have and 
you know, take care of yourself and protect your fucking neck and look both ways and keep your head on a swivel. Um, times are tough. Times are, times were tough back when fucking our parents and their parents and their parents were kids and times are tough now. Times are always going to be tough. You got to be able to dig up those little moments and, and realize that you're in them when you're in them. You know what I mean? Realize that you're in a moment where you're heart rate is low because you're wearing a watch that tells you that and you're calm and you're amongst friends and love and people that care about you right appreciate that time take care of yourself take care of people you love and uh have a fucking awesome week all right just do it on purpose all right later